Welcome to Inversation, the podcast that focuses on our stories, our way. Each week, we'll cover a range of subjects and experiences and hear some life stories from some pretty dope people. So get ready, get set, and prepare to take a ride inside. Beautiful people, it is Jay Warren yet again with Inversation Podcast, the podcast where we tell our stories our way. Um, how y'all doing? Hopefully, y'all are doing well. I'm doing amazing. Um, it is cold and freezing outside. Um, it's been snowy and icy all day, getting on my nerves, but I am still in a wonderful mood. Um, I had an amazing day at work, didn't really do too much, just a lot of marketing, a lot of um, shaking hands with the seniors and, you know, just talking to them. It was Veterans Day, so it was really an amazing day, uh, just spending time with them and fellowshipping with the families and, and whatnot um, and celebrating all of our veterans. So if you're if there's any veterans that are out there listening to today's episode, happy Veterans Day. Thank you so much for your service. Um, we definitely appreciate you and all that you guys do. But we have a special guest today, my friend. And my sister, Shakari Chapman, doctor, <laughs> doctor Shakari Chapman, just to be clear. Hey, hey, how you doing? <laughs> I am doing great. How are you? How are I'm you? Well, I'm well, doing well. Um, so you want to introduce yourself to the audience and let them know who you are, what you do? Okay, so I, I don't even know what, what I want my title to be because mm-hmm. I'm kind of like going in my own lane. <laughs> for some things so I guess what I can say is my name is Shakari Chapman Dr. underscore Kari on Instagram and I am a recent graduate of medical school um, I am not practicing so I'm a non-clinical physician mm-hmm. um, and I am two months away from moving to Ghana in West Africa nice. to teach health and wellness. Yes. So. Nice. Big things. <laughs> big dreams. <laughs> big dreams. My goodness. Nice. Nice. Okay. Okay. So um, I have a few questions for you. Okay. Wonderful. And my first question for you is, who do you say you are? Who is Shikari Chapman? Who am I? Oh, I always think it's kind of weird. I always think about myself in terms of what I think my friends would say about me. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a real uh, job interview way to think about yourself. <laughs> but um, but I feel like my friends would say that I am a great friend, mm-hmm. generous, 
they would say that I have a very smart mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, they would say that, um, I guess I would hope that they would say that I am someone who carries herself with integrity. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm someone who carries herself with integrity. Mm-hmm. And I just try to be, honestly, I try to be very honest about my, to myself, to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is probably my biggest, my my biggest goal in life is just to be an honest person and to be genuine. Right. Just authentically you. Just authentically me, which takes a lot of time to figure out what that means. Mm-hmm. But I feel like at every stage of my life, I have been authentically me, mm-hmm. whoever I was at that time. Right. Okay. Okay. So would you say that you found your purpose? And if you have, what would you say that your purpose is? Um, I do feel like I have found my purpose. I feel like it was a little bit different than what I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be. Um, I think my purpose is really just to, teach people that there is a way for you to be happy Mm -hmm. there's a way for you to have joy all of the time not like every second of every day but there's a way for you to have a joyful life overall Mm -hmm. and that involves a balance between your mind your body and your spirit right um, you know, all of those things, making sure you are nurturing all of those parts of yourself because we only get one body. Right. Yes. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get another one of these. Right. <laughs> um, you know, in very rare circumstances, you can trade parts out, but that's not right, the norm. <laughs> an everyday. Right. And not, yeah, it's not going to happen all the time. Mm-hmm. And then your spirit, you know, you have to believe in something bigger than yourself because, I mean, just looking at what we absolutely know as as people from from nasa and whoever else we know that we are very very small right so you have to believe in something bigger than yourself and if more people understood how to nurture those parts of themselves adequately then we would have a better world. I guess I'm trying to change the world. Yeah. No, <laughs> as we all should, as we all should. Right. So what are so, some of the ways that like you have been nurturing your body and your mind and your spirit? Uh, for me, so I grew up very religious, like mm-hmm. by my own choosing. I went to church. My parents didn't go with me. My brother went with me when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, but I continued even after he stopped and I was very religious, but I always kind of wanted to go deeper. I knew that there was something more than just what we were doing, like right. the things that we were supposed to do all the time. I knew there was something more than that. Um, so I, I'm thankful for my Christian upbringing and I'm thankful for what what it taught me Mm -hmm. um but i feel like i have i don't want to say outgrown it but i kind of want to say i understand that there's so much more than one specific religion i know that there's there's so much more out there and so i i feel like i'm a lifelong learner Mm -hmm. uh i'm a lifelong 
studier of anything. My my granddad used to say, read everything that God left for us, meaning yes. not just the Bible, read them all, read everything. And so that's kind of the way that I nurture my spirit is by looking into other other cultures and mm-hmm. trying to understand other religions, trying to just understand people mm-hmm. in general, um, striving to always be a lifelong learner of life, and humanity and of us. Mm-hmm. Um, for my body, um, I really, I feel like eating well is like the first big thing. And it's hard. I understand like it's hard for, for a lot of people to eat clean all the time. It First is. of all, it's expensive in it <laughs> the and in the the way that we live now, it's expensive and it's very time consuming. Right. People don't play like it ain't. Mm-hmm. But either you're gonna spend a lot of time or you're gonna spend a lot of money. So True. you know, I work to balance those out and make sure that I'm giving my body nutrients and giving my body what it needs. Mm-hmm. And something I ain't been doing that I need to be doing is moving mm-hmm. more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like having some physical activity. Mm-hmm. We can't just sit around. Right. And a we lot weren't of us made do. to just, you know, a lot of us do. Mm-hmm. We sit at work. We sit at home. Mm-hmm. We sit all the time. Our leisure activities involve sitting a lot of times. Right. You know, so. Um, and then for my mind, um, something that I've found that works for me really well is meditation. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a pro at it by any means um, but who is ever really a pro who's ever really a pro i guess like <laughs> uh, some guru somewhere right right <laughs> or a monk mm-hmm. monks are pretty good at it i gotta say <laughs> but i am no monk right <laughs> so mm-hmm. but that's something that i really use to just get my mind in check especially when i start negative Mm self-talk like when i start those doubtful thoughts i don't let myself spiral into that because i know where it leads and i'm not trying to go there right 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 that's good like (laughs) (laughs) i like what you said about like your spiritual journey and whatnot um because that is a little similar to my journey um Mm -hmm. now my family was very very religious yeah so we didn't have a choice you was going to church monday tuesday all the way through sunday we was, it was yes. always in church <laughs> so um just i mean i, I kind of have grown into the understanding as well that of course there's something bigger than me but it's not just it doesn't just fall under the constructs of this particular re- religion you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so and i've grown just grown up in the church or whatever i started to identify like all the different rules you know new testament mm-hmm. versus old testament and what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to act and all of that stuff and i realized that that wasn't all the way in alignment with who i am you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so just kind of navigating outside of religion and like you said just kind of being that universal learner or whatever yeah you know and just taking on different you know concepts from different religions and learning different spiritual practices that um are more linear to what it is that i'm looking for or what it is that i need um and whatnot which is actually what i find a lot of people 
starting to do you know just yeah. kind of walk away from the normal religions and then just kind of creating yeah. and focusing on their own relationships yes yeah i mean it's kind of re- like religion it gets kind of rigid a lot of times i found for mm-hmm. me personally you know i i still have a lot of friends who are very religious and i'll go to church and i i'll I'll go to any religious ceremony, to be honest, mm-hmm. as long as it ain't, you know, nothing crazy. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I don't I, I love seeing different things. I love learning how to respect other cultures and other religions. I learn. I like learning what their rules are so that I can know, you know, my friend, he has to go mm-hmm. and pray at certain times. Leave him alone. Right. <laughs> you know, my, yeah. This person, she she wear skirts always mm-hmm. um you know understand that she can't be doing certain things she's got a skirt on she don't have a skirt on no matter what right just different things um you know i just it it's so intriguing to me to learn about other other people and their experiences mm-hmm. and, and they in a completely different way because of their religion right. that that their customs how their customs are built around that religions because a lot of times that's what happens around religions and i it's fascinating to me honestly mm-hmm. people i like learning anything about people oh yeah for sure i mean i think that is kind of what it's supposed to be like you know what i mean just yeah. people who are open-minded open-hearted and welcoming of other people in their different perspectives their different backgrounds you know yeah. because that's what one helps you to evolve into the being that you're supposed to be but then also mm-hmm. it helps them to express themselves and feel appreciated feel like a part of the overall universe i guess you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but then you know in a society that we live in today is no you have to look like this and act like this and fit into yeah. this group and we all do this and that's not normal so we yeah. don't yeah it's it's just a complicated mess really <laughs> i've never liked being put into a box like i i wanted to follow the rules that i was supposed to follow because mm-hmm. of course i didn't want to go to hell right mm-hmm. um <laughs> but when you i church gave me something to do outside of my neighborhood mm-hmm. because my parents didn't have money for me to be doing all kind of extracurricular activities right, and yeah. the church bus would come and pick us up mm-hmm. <laughs> i would go to church and then it evolved into me serving with the church and i loved serving i loved being around the people and I loved doing something that I felt like was helping someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it even gave me opportunities when I was, I believe I was 14. The first time I went out of the country, mm-hmm. um, we did a mission trip to Belize and we raised the money. So, you know, I didn't have to worry about my parents having to give me any money. Um, and, I went Mm -hmm. to Belize. I got my passport, you know, and I felt I was so proud of myself for raising the money. Mm -hmm. Like it was amazing. And I went out of the country. People Mm -hmm. in my family didn't go out of the country. Right. No. Yeah. (laughs) And it gave me a different perspective from that age Mm -hmm. on the fact that there are people in this world who are completely different than you. Right. And that doesn't make them any better or any worse. They're just completely different. Right, right. 
I think that more people should travel, you know, and yeah. not, and I, I get it, you know what I mean? Because everybody doesn't have the means to be able to, um, mm-hmm. and a, a lot of people have to work to get by, let alone, right. you know, have e- the extra right, money to exactly. just be able to go and do exactly. it. But like, especially like for like younger people, like people that are in college and high school and stuff like that, oh, I yes. always <laughs> would love to encourage them go you know study abroad yes can you know find a way Mm -hmm. to go somewhere and get out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. and and meet some different people and go into it without judgment and you would be surprised what you'll learn right absolutely i remember i went um on a research experience for undergrads um in college and i went to greece and turkey Oh yeah, I remember that mm-hmm. trip. You know, you know, we feel like we be, we be knowing stuff about each other mm-hmm. on social media. <laughs> but I do remember when you went, and I was like, oh yes. <laughs> It I was, always celebrate when I see people. Yes, it, it's awesome. Like just seeing, first of all, the fact because you think that like because like there's like racism and so many like prejudices and stuff like here that it's going to be like that everywhere you go yeah you know so i was really nervous being a big old black man going to you know turkey and greece not knowing and when i went they treated me like a celebrity like i was (laughs) a basketball player or something they were like who are you where are you from and i'm like i'm from oklahoma and they're like i love oklahoma it's like stuff like i'm like you don't know (laughs) nothing about oklahoma but okay they know the thunder they know right right I'm like, yeah, I'm from Tulsa, though. <laughs> right, yeah, it's not the same. So, but like, it was like just seeing how they live, how it's like so relaxed. You know, people are not really, you know, into being on their phones and right. checking yeah, like and, and rushing and stuff. Like, like, yeah, they're just like, they eating good, chilling. Food. Yeah, like drinking tea. They're like, no, we don't yeah. work. It's time for tea. And stuff like that. I'm like, okay, I think I can do this, you know. But just seeing like their way of living versus the way that we live and how they interact with one another, you know, how they work, how they move, just things like that, and just experiencing that and seeing their culture, their history, learning about, you know, um, their their backgrounds and things like that. It does like get you to see different perspectives on mm-hmm. life and realize that it's much more than just your hometown, your neighborhood, your street. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> what was your favorite part? I know you're supposed to be asking me the question. No, nah, see, cause no, <laughs> this is the kind of conversation that needs to be had. So my favorite part was probably we spent like a month uh, the first like because we were gone for two months in the first month we just spent going around from like town to town like going to museums going to like nature preserves um do little like historical places and stuff like that um i want to say that the place we went to i, I want to say that it's called the asclepion I might be wrong, but I think it's called the Asclepion. But that is like where they said that um, modern medicine started or whatever. Ooh. And they were like showing us all around and telling us like all the, the history and stuff like that. And I was like so engaged, you know, yeah. <laughs> because like at that time I was like, oh, I'm going to med school. <laughs> I, was oh. like, I was like, this is happening. It's going to 
be and this is what it is you know so I was like so just like soaking it all up or whatever but it was just like amazing just seeing everything and seeing like those r- structures in real life and not just seeing yeah. them on the picture um, and stuff like that and then you know just hearing about the different wars that they had and why they had the wars versus like the wars that we have and why we have mm-hmm. war like it's just so very different so I think that just learning about their history and the environment and the people just hearing the the stories of that particular space was was my favorite thing oh that sounds amazing Mm -hmm. i feel like i went there through you thank you for that and i try to take i'm (laughs) like i feel like anytime i leave the country i feel like i become a reporter and a photographer Like, I know for a fact that I'm good at what I do, too. So I'm, like, all doing different levels and angles and stuff so I can get the perfect picture so everybody can see it and stuff. I'm recording videos. I'm like, y'all, you have to see this. You have to come experience this through this particular Uh, lens. Yes. Like, so it's, it's the journey. It's all about the journey to me and the experience. It's just helped me learn and grow and become more of who I am you know just by learning more about other people in other places and oh, stuff like that, that makes me happy to hear yeah. see anybody who is listening if you have <laughs> not been out of the country you mm-hmm. need to go even if you just go to Canada or Mexico mm-hmm. you can drive to Mexico if you really want to right. even from here mm-hmm. from wherever you are it might take you a while but you can drive you will get there right you will get, <laughs> you'll just get keep there. driving you will get there just keep driving <laughs> like you have to go if like it, it if there's any possible way that you can go mm-hmm. out of the country, it really, it changes your life. It does. It really does. And you can find the money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can yeah. find the resources to be able to get there. Um, yeah. And you never know. Like, you might go and fall in love and you might want to stay. Hey, you, you never, never know. know. Like, you just have to, you have to venture out and, and, and try it and see. People are moving outside the U.S. because everybody right. is just tired. It's done, <laughs> done with it, done with it. People are done, so you can find you can find U.S. people anywhere. You can mm-hmm. find U.S. Black people everywhere. For sure, for sure. Speaking of which, I heard oh, you yeah. say that you were going to Ghana. <laughs> so, how did that come about? What's going on with that? So, okay, so I guess I can start at the beginning Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so i have always wanted to be an er doctor since i was little Mm -hmm. i just always knew that that's what i was supposed to be Mm -hmm. and really that's the kind of fervor you have to have to go to med school because it's not for the faint of heart (laughs) like you have to be absolutely dead serious that that's what you want to do and so you know, getting into med school, it was a long journey. I got a master's degree. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of people tell me, you know, that I should stop. No, you, your grades are not good enough. Your GPA is not good enough. Your MCAT score is not good enough. So many people told me that I wasn't good enough to go. Mm-hmm. And somehow I still went <laughs> because <laughs> I was determined. And I never let, I noticed early in my life that people were always People always telling you what you can't do. Yes. How do you know what I can do? Right. How yeah. would you possibly know? You don't know me. I have, I met you one time or twice or you, whatever the case may be. You right. have no idea what I am capable of. And so I went to medical school mm-hmm. and I am now a physician. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so 
while I was in med school, it's like, I it, it, it's so, it's a lot mm-hmm. on a person. And for me, this journey didn't start when I started med school. It didn't start when I started college. It started for me when I started school. Like I went into school as a four-year-old child knowing I wanted to be an ER doctor. Mm-hmm. It was that serious. And so <laughs> I had, uh, the I was, fighting my way I felt like it was a fight the whole time because I what there was no one around me to show me how how to do it Mm -hmm. there was no one around me who had ever tried my my grandmother um is a nurse Mm -hmm. or she just retired so she was a nurse you know she went to a community college after she had my mom like she was she was one of the people that I was like if my grandma can do it I know I can do it right yeah but I didn't have anyone to tell me how what I needed to do or Mm -hmm. how to study for the MCAT or I knew I was intelligent but that's because I knew you had to be smart to be a doctor so I I must be smart (laughs) (laughs) but it was it was a lot for me and so I got burnt out probably I, I went through a lot with the the administration at my school mm-hmm. just because I'm like you're not gonna listen i'm here to be a doctor Mm -hmm. like you're not going to talk me out of this anytime i had trouble with a test or something it seems like somebody's like is this what you really want why are y'all trying to talk me out yes it's what i want i wouldn't be here if it's not what i wanted Mm -hmm. and but it was just like I had gotten depressed. Mm. I was going through a lot in my personal life Mm -hmm. that was on top of everything. And I noticed that there were so many unhappy people around me. There's Mm -hmm. a problem in the medical field. Mm -hmm. And the problem is that a lot of doctors are working through their burnout Mm -hmm. after their burnout. They're not getting through the burnout. And they're just continuing. Mm. And they're depressed Mm -hmm. and anxious and you know a depressed and anxious person is not a happy person so you got all these unhappy people and there's all these archaic principles that they're like you know i had to go through this so you need to go through this yeah Mm -hmm. just you know people just being mean for no reason what what you being mean for right (laughs) extra for nothing (laughs) extra (laughs) and i was just like why is everybody in the world so unhappy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) everybody is so unhappy and just a culmination of the things that that have happened in my life the traveling that i have done Mm -hmm. the the i was very religious you know i read i read the the entire bible and then read it again and tried to like analyze it Mm -hmm. more and you know i was trying to go like deeper into a lot of things and I feel like when you ask God for things like that, he gives them to you. And I, it just like everything kind of came together to let me see that I have to do something Mm -hmm. (laughs) for the entire world. I thought that I was going to medical school to become a healer. Mm -hmm. I was going to be able to help people heal. And I realized that yet while yes, you do help people heal. I, I had to learn what I learned while I was in medical school, but there was a reason that once I got to the finish line, it's like I crossed the finish line and I was like, Oh yeah, I want to do something else now. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, yeah, of course. And (laughs) so I was like, okay, I want to 
I need to tell the world that it can be better. Mm-hmm. I need to tell people. I need I need people to know that no matter what your circumstances, like you can help yourself heal first. Mm-hmm. And yes, you can go to the doctor and a doctor can definitely help you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like modern medicine and Western medicine, the way that it is, I wouldn't be able to tell my patients certain things and mm-hmm. uh, there's just so many there it's restricted and mm-hmm. i don't like to be restricted my yes. friends will tell you i have an issue with people <laughs> telling me how to be and what to do mm-hmm. and it's medicine you know there are laws and things there's things you can't do mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know and i just i just don't like being restricted and mm-hmm. so what it's like once i graduated i was free mm-hmm. and i was like oh yeah okay now i can do whatever I want and mm-hmm. I can take this knowledge, all this knowledge that I gained about humans and how we work mm-hmm. and I can apply that to to helping people in a different way. Right. And I, I always I never want people who are aspiring to be doctors to hear my story and second guess their decision because I I somebody did tell me i can't say i wish somebody told me Mm because somebody did tell me Mm -hmm. there was this resident when i was doing a research internship he Mm -hmm. was at a level one trauma center so like that's where all the crazy cases go like Mm -hmm. gunshot wounds and and broke like open fractures and just crazy stuff Mm -hmm. and this resident he was burned out and he was so negative he was he was he was i mean i think about it now and i laugh but Mm -hmm. it was not funny then that man was depressed Mm -hmm. and he like he asked me you know why do you want to be a doctor and i had my elevator speech ready Mm -hmm. i knew why i wanted to be a doctor before i could say anything he because it's the worst fucking decision Mm -hmm. can i curse yes (laughs) okay (laughs) it's the worst fucking decision that i've ever made Mm -hmm. it's like being married and you have to know that it's going to take over your life Mm -hmm. and if i could go back and do it all over again i would never do this shit and like he was just going off and i'm i'm not even a med student at this point Mm -hmm. i was in my i wasn't my it was after my first year of grad school at hampton Mm -hmm. i did um a special master's program for people who wanted to do uh work in a healthcare Mm -hmm. work in healthcare and um but yeah, so I'm like, I ain't even applied to med school yet. I'm right. like, this man is angry. <laughs> then after all of that, he's like, now let's go see some patients. <laughs> then we go. <laughs> and I was like, in my head, though, I was thinking, ain't nobody about to talk me out of what I want to do. Right, because that's, that's your how dream. You have to, that's my dream. Mm-hmm. I don't care what happened to you. Right. And I never I never got to that point. Mm-hmm. He needed to, He probably needed some, some time off, but he probably ain't have none. He mm-hmm. didn't have enough to take. <laughs> anyway i ain't gonna i ain't gonna do medicine like that Mm -hmm. it was like a relationship that i had it was really it really was like a marriage Mm -hmm. and my marriage to medicine did not work out Mm -hmm. and so i got it annulled Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) there are so many people i have so many friends who love their careers as doctors and Mm -hmm. i love them being doctors because we need great doctors in the world Mm -hmm. um but i just 
it was like I was just ready to to part ways with it. And I never expected that. Mm -hmm. But I, I kind of had to take some time to figure out what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so I I was a teacher for a little bit that did not work out. <laughs> I, but I knew before that I, I don't know, I knew that teaching in a school is not something that I wanted to do, but mm-hmm. I am, I am definitely grateful for what I learned from that experience. Yeah. Um, definitely grateful. But I was like, okay, this ain't it. If I'm not going to be a doctor, like if I'm not, well, I'm a doctor, but if I'm not going to practice medicine, mm-hmm. I'm not doing something that I don't want to, like, I'm not doing something else right. that I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. So I moved out of my apartment, moved back in my mama's house. Mm-hmm. I took some time to just be. Yes. yes. And to think. And everybody thought I was crazy. Like, I didn't, I never made a formal announcement that, hey, y'all, I'm not practicing medicine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because people just expect you to get a residency yeah, and, and go so, you know, and that's, do it and be, yeah. This whole, yeah. Mm hmm. So they expect that. So that was hard. Is that everybody's just like, what? You did all that school for nothing? I'm like, it wasn't for nothing. I'm a doctor. I learned. I'm that. I am she. I learned. (laughs) I learned so much. Mm -hmm. So much. Talking to that many people, just talking to that many people Mm -hmm. helps you learn so much. And then when you're doctoring someone, you are asking very in-depth questions. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, it was it was so amazing. I got to like be scrubbed in on mm-hmm. open heart surgeries. Like mm-hmm. I got to touch a heart that was still beating. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. my Lord. <laughs> I mean, I know p- other people are like, Ew. right. <laughs> but to me, that is like, it's like dream. Like you feeling like it. a dream. Feeling life in your hands. Feeling life mm-hmm. in my hands. It, it was, you know, I had so many, great experiences Mm -hmm. that I cannot I have no regrets whatsoever I'm so happy and I wouldn't have been where I am now had it not been for all of my experiences right yeah I feel like everything I I did everything that was necessary for me to go ahead and start to really be me and flourish in all of my talents and yeah. everything that I have to offer to the world. Yeah. Okay. And so then I was like, I want to move to Ghana <laughs> <laughs> because I have been to Africa twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, both times it was medical, medically, re- medical mission related. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, when I was there the last time I was like, you know, I could see myself being here for a long period of time and just helping in some way. Mm-hmm. And so I found a job where I get to help. I get to teach Mm -hmm. health and wellness, which is definitely a passion, Mm -hmm. you know, like teaching people how to be healthier. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can use all the skills that I've learned, even the skills that I learned as a teacher. Mm -hmm. And I get to be in Africa. Mm -hmm. If you can go to Africa. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, it's, it's on my list. It's on my list. I'm ready. <laughs> mm. I'm ready. It's just great. It's just a great feeling. It's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. 
indescribable. That's why I went back. I right. went twice. I'm going back. Yeah. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. With all the issues we have, I love America. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, my ancestors built it. Of course I love it. Right. Mm-hmm. They did a great job. Amazing. <laughs> it's amazing beautiful. <laughs> so I love home, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go. I'll be there for two years. Mm-hmm. I'm going to you know, get to know the culture, mm-hmm. get to know more things about myself. Yeah. And just spread some love, you know? Yeah. Just love some people. I love it. I love it all. Oh my God. I've been smiling <laughs> this whole time. You've been telling this whole story and I'm, I'm just like, smiling. <laughs> I was like, oh gosh, do I tell the whole story? Yes. Yes. It's your story. It needs to it's be told. It's my story. Yeah. This is this is how this is how I got to be moving to Ghana in two months. I still can't believe it. I mm-hmm. like my friends keep having to remind me because I'll be like, oh, yeah, I can do that 5K um, next year. And they're like, no, you can't. You and I'm like, what? I'm here. like, oh, oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. I mean, I could do a 5K. It right. just won't be. Not that one. No, not, <laughs> not that one. Not that one. No. Good. Okay. I mean, that, but that is how evolution happens though like you know what I mean you go through the experience you learn you know because it's uh, I listen to Abraham Hicks and I love Abraham it's a Hicks. Must. Are you kidding me? It's a mu- uh, I feel every morning, every single morning, I'm listening to Abraham. Abraham Hicks. I'm telling you. And like one thing that she always says, you know, is that you life experience is what teaches you you know what i mean and yes. so everybody is thinking about the things that they want to achieve that they want to accomplish you know what i'm saying and so you put it out there you let their universe give it to you you align with it and then once you mm-hmm. receive it the experience will teach you what else you want to do you what know else? going yeah. forward yeah so it's like exactly you don't it, just like she said she you never get it wrong but you'll never get it done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you did. You aspired, you know, to become a doctor. Mm-hmm. You did just that, you know, and then you the experience taught you what you didn't it want. It taught me so And much. what you wanted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now Very you're on true. to the next. So, I mean, Very but that's true. like, that's how it happens. That's how evolution takes place. You know, you go through what it is that, you know, you go through and you learn Oh, I, I like this, but I don't like that over there. So I'm gonna move away from that, and I'm gonna move closer to this. You know, that's yeah. how you yeah. align yeah. with what's meant for you. You know what I mean? So it is definitely necessary that you tell your story because a lot of yes. people are going through the same thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Or even even not. You know, just not even listening to themselves and just dealing with what right. they have to deal with or what they feel that mm-hmm. they have to deal with to get by. You know what I'm saying? So, so many people just trying to get by. And I'm like, you don't have to just get by. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You don't. And I'm still learning so much. I, I'm i still learning so much. Mm-hmm. But Abraham Hicks, I actually, my cousin, I told my cousin, like, you know, because I be telling all my family, like, mm-hmm. listen, you need to try meditation. You yes. know, you're trying to just give them. I'm like, just get listen, started. Just start. Get your mind right. Yes. Just start. Just do mm-hmm. And my cousin, she's like, oh, I found this. It's like really good. And she played me. 
It was actually, I found out later it was the book Ask and It Is Given. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. And she was playing me like, you know, they, what is it, the prologue, mm-hmm. the beginning of the book before like the book starts. Mm-hmm. And it was telling the story about Esther and how they went and they talked to somebody and Esther like started drawing things with her nose. And I was like, what is mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, Cause I was in the car with my cousin and she was playing like an audio book. And I was like, I don't think this is what. I told you to go find mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause, and I just dismissed it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what that was. But then I saw a quote on Instagram mm-hmm. one day and I was like, that's really profound. Like, mm-hmm. that's really good. Like, this is what I've been looking for. And then I, it was a quote from asking and it's given. And I went and I got the book mm-hmm. and I read the first part. I was like, this is what my cousin was playing. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, I was like, what is this? And I was like, okay, so now I have to read it. Right, yeah. So glad I did. (laughs) Life changing. (laughs) Life changing. There are so many life changing books, though. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love a good life changing book. I'm telling you, like it, but, and that's why it's good to be a learner. If you're a learner and not a knower, then you open yourself up to experiencing new things, learning what's out there, what other people have gone through and how they've come up with new processes to help them get through what they've gotten through. You know what I mean? And you can apply that to your life and definitely become more of who you're meant to become and help some other people along the way. That's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. I love that. Be a learner, not a knower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you. you don't know anything. No. Mm-mm. Nothing. You think you know right now, and then you, you learn something you know. else, and then you're like, oh. But teenagers <laughs> think they know stuff. Right. Yeah. Like, now we understand because, mm-hmm. like, you know, in high school, we think you, we know something. You know don't everything. know anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing. nothing. And now you all. look at high schools and you're like, you don't know anything. Mm-mm. At all. Mm mm. Take the time. Just take the time and grow. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You don't have to know anything. Right. Mm-mm. That's what life is about. Just experience and expand and grow and become more and more of who you are. That's what Just it's all become about. who you are. And nobody else can do it for you. Right. And can't nobody take you away and make your life into something that you want it to be. You have to do it. Like, you know, you have to do you the work. You have to do it. You have to do it. Mm-hmm. You have all the power to do it. Mm-hmm. I try to Start wherever you are. I try to tell people all the time. And they're just like, it's easy for you. I'm like, it's not, though. <laughs> it's oh really gosh. not. <laughs> I've had a conversation with friends. And like, because people do make it seem like, yeah, I know that I am incredibly blessed. Mm-hmm. But it's because I've never let anybody tell me what I can't do. I've always, you know been like if i want to do something i can do it Mm -hmm. and so i've done a lot of things i've had a lot of great experiences but it ain't none of it been easy right yeah i I have always worked hard for everything Mm -hmm. and if you feel like it's easy that's just you trying to talk yourself out of doing whatever it is you really want to do absolutely absolutely And that kind of leads me into my next question for you. (laughs) What is something that you find troubles you and what are you doing to overcome that? Oh, (laughs) goodness. I already know, too. As soon as you said it, as soon as you said trouble. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So money Mm -hmm. is something that 
I guess because when I growing up, we didn't have any extra money. Mm-hmm. And of course, I was never taught about money. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm learning about things and I, I feel overwhelmed and I feel like, oh, you should have known this already, mm-hmm. which is another way that we beat, beat ourselves, ourselves up. up. Mm-hmm. You should already know about this. You should have this under control. You should be able to do what you need to do, like whenever you need to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's just not, you can't beat yourself up about what you, what you didn't learn. Right. All you can do is learn it. And so I am learning things all the time, mm-hmm. um, doing, just trying to get myself together. Yeah around money trying to learn about it because it's first of all it's not anything that's actually like real real things are your relationships your health your things that make you happy those are real things Mm -hmm. money is something that we came up with to try to make life easier Mm -hmm. and now it has something that is actually most people's lives harder yes and so changing my mindset about money is something that I have been working so hard on because I know that that if I don't get my mind together, then then I'll never get it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just doing things to, to figure it out, to learn about it. It's not rocket science, right? And it's a, it is it's a skill. Like it's it's, it's a skill. It is that a you skill. Learn. You gotta you have to learn, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> learn about it. Learn learn different. Learn about different streams of income. Learn how you can make money just from being yourself. Because yeah. there are a lot of people doing it. <laughs> a lot of people. A lot. Like some of these people out here making money, and you look at them like for that, what? like. <laughs> For that, for that, like, that's what you're making money for. Yes, like the and people they're who, like, uh, yes, ma'am, it right? Is. <laughs> like the people who do mukbangs. Like my um fiance hates hates <laughs> that I watch mukbangs, but I'm like, I don't it's even intriguing. know what a mukbang is. So it's when people like eat I keep food. Saying it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the words. So it's, it's so it's, uh, right, yeah, yeah. It's just interesting because, like, okay, so when you high or whatever, and you hear yourself eating and chewing or whatever, it's actually really soothing, right? <laughs> now, when you not high <laughs> and you listening to other people, it might be annoying or whatever, you know. But to me, like, it's interesting to hear because it's not okay. It's different between hearing mouth noises versus hearing somebody smacking you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it's it's a difference and so like when you hear all the like crispiness you know (laughs) and the mushiness and the different textures and stuff like that it's actually really soothing you know and so like i don't know i've just gotten on it i've gotten into it it's been very so just videos of people eating just eating Mm mm-hmm just eating do they talk some people do, but I don't really like those. I like the <laughs> ones want, where people like, just quiet. Yes, just eat, you know. And I like to watch it while I'm eating. I don't know why. I just do. It just resonates with me. Is for it some like reason. eating with another person? Maybe, maybe. And the fact that it's so loud and you can hear every sound, and then you can hear the fact, like you can hear your sounds 
at the same time. I don't know. It's it sounds weird explaining it out loud, <laughs> but when I'm sitting and doing it, I, I do not see the problem at all. And he's just like, "Are you really <laughs> watching this?" And I'm like, "I sure am," and I'm enjoying myself. It's like that. What do they call it? ASMR. Mm-hmm. Or S, what is it? ASMR. It sounds like that. Mm-hmm. That's ASMR. exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Just hearing oh the God. noises, you know, and just everything. It's just awesome. <laughs> That is so funny to me. It is. It's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I would recommend it for anybody who's looking for it. So I think that it's like a form of meditation for me, honestly, because mm. I don't have to I focus mean, they do on say eating is meditation. Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm not doing the eating one because people be like they be pigging out like for real. And I'm like, this is there's no way you are not getting ready to have a heart attack eating all of that but (laughs) you know what i mean they do it and that's them you know what i mean but i'm listening to it and it's relaxing to me it's something that resonates with me so i use it to get through whatever i need to get through or you know move on to throughout the rest of the day or whatever and i only uh, watch them like in the evening you know Mm. for when i'm eating dinner and stuff like that but it is like people make money doing that so if they can and make there money are so doing many that, i see it all the time so clearly there is a big audience it's a thing, for it. mm-hmm. it's and, a thing. and who knew like who somebody right? just did it you know who and then the first person caught on. i don't even know i want to say know, it was that lady so... with that pickle but i really don't know oh she's eat crab legs and stuff yes mm-hmm, with her nails and, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i do remember seeing her i do remember that <laughs> it's so crazy how the internet like I, you know, I, I remember not having internet yes. and then I remember like when computers sucked, mm-hmm. like, you know, and then I remember them getting better. Mm-hmm. I remember getting a computer with the internet mm-hmm. later. Cause we was in the hood, you know, the hood always mm-hmm. gets up after. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> how will we ever have known about the lady? Right. Little pickle lady. I, I, I don't know. How will we ever have known? And I knew exactly who you were talking about. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. I'm like, oh, yeah, with the crab legs. <laughs> I don't know. Like, that, But it really does make you think of how fast everything just came into being. Like, just, I can remember uh, when the first iPhone came out. Like, oh yes, it was like, whole, like the rounded yes, edges. Yes, like and just to see how fast it's evolved to what it is today, and now people yes. can't live without no cell phone. Like you know, it's oh just my gosh, crazy! But how like you? Sometimes I will be so like TMI, but I went to the bathroom and mm-hmm. I like forgot my phone one time, and I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot my phone. What am I gonna do? What I was do like, do? use the bathroom. <laughs> right. What is wrong with you? <laughs> That's I was real. Like, oh, no. That's this real. is too much. <laughs> what in the world? How did we get here? I, I know exactly know. how we got here, but <laughs> sometimes I just will. I'll have days where I just turn it off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now that self care. <laughs> that right turn there is self care. And I remember even think I think I heard someone someone else say that it was like an older person. I was like, yeah, easy for you to say, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, like <laughs> you live most of your life without a cell phone. <laughs> right. Yeah. But then I was like, what is wrong with you? Turn the phone off. Mm-hmm. Turn it off. It's just a and I'll just have a, a day. Mm-hmm. And some days I'll have a no 
media day at all mm-hmm. like no phone no tv i don't want to hear the radio mm-hmm. i just you would be surprised mm-hmm. like some for some reason now we think we're going to be bored without all of that stuff. yeah yeah when, but you would be surprised and what's funny though like this because this kind of leads into my next question but before i get there what's funny is that when we were kids, we didn't have cell phones and internet and all of that stuff. No, and we were just nothing. fine. We were just, just fine. fine. You know, having a great time. Right. Absolutely. And if we cut that stuff off today, we would probably go right back to what we were doing yeah. when we were kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And today, knowing all of the things that we know and doing all of the things that are that we know to do or whatever the crafts and the fun that we were having back yeah. then if we, we if we did that today that could be our passion you know what i'm saying exactly so i tell people yeah. all the time like when they they come to me and they're like oh i just don't know i don't think i have a purpose i don't know what i'm here for blah 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 i'm like you absolutely have a purpose you have a reason everybody does like you know what i mean like you just stop and think when you were a kid what was what it you that do? you did just normal on a day-to-day yeah. basis what did just because you, you wanted to do it right you know, like it's so many different things that we would just do, just get up and just do it, you know, and our mm-hmm. mamas might be looking at us like, what the hell, you know, but you did it, you know what I mean? And yeah. it, it, you enjoyed yourself. It was fun. You created yeah. things and built things and all kinds of stuff. You were healthier and happier yes. for it. free, free, <laughs> yeah. not mm-hmm. limiting yourself. But it's like now we've like worked ourselves into these boxes, you know, yeah. and we have to have all these tools and all these books and all of this stuff. And it's like sometimes you have to just cut everything off and just be just exist Mm -hmm. you know because then that's how you re-engage with yourself you reconnect with yourself yourself. yes i like i so i got depressed Mm -hmm. during med school because i had so much going on Mm -hmm. and i i'm fortunate because i was here in tulsa i'm in tulsa i was here in tulsa Mm -hmm. it's cold oh my gosh Mm. (laughs) (laughs) but that's oklahoma weather for Mm -hmm. you but anyway I was here and I had my family mm-hmm. and that was great. I don't think I could have gone through med school in another state, like mm-hmm. away from my family. I needed to be here. Right. Um, and I was depressed. I just, I was actually on my psychiatric rotation. Mm-hmm. So I was at the state psychiatric hospital in Norman. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, where they, people are committed when you you know you say you have been committed that's where they take you if you're in that area or the surrounding areas and so these are really sick people who really have no control over their minds at all mm-hmm. and i think it was a wake-up call because i i knew i was depressed i mean i'm in med school i yeah. know you know, you know all the acronyms all the mm-hmm. mnemonics i know mm-hmm. every single thing i wasn't eating Mm-hmm. Like it was, I was crying all the time. I didn't want to be around my friends. Mm-hmm. I was sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had done something wrong for God to be punishing me. And that's one thing that I wish we would stop focusing on mm-hmm. um, is, is be like punishment. Everything is about a punishment. I, it wasn't, it wasn't that it was just that I had, I had let my circumstances that I had no control over make me feel like I had done something wrong. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I had to get out of that. Mm-hmm. And I started doing, my mom told me to meditate. Mm-hmm. And so I started meditating and that's something, it, it's something that really, really helped me. I actually, um, I took um, antidepressants because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm still in med school. I still have to, fun-. and I was functioning, but mm-hmm. I was just tired all the time. I was sleepy all the time. I was just, I had no energy. Yeah. I was very, very, everything was low mm-hmm. and I had to, to get myself out of that so i did everything i could i started going to therapy mm-hmm. that changed my life hey, i'm telling you <laughs> people be sleeping on therapy if you have a good therapist like and i was very lucky the first therapist i got was really good mm-hmm. he was actually a student so he ended up graduating and then i had a couple that i didn't like and i did mm-hmm. um but i was very lucky he like really helped me a lot mm-hmm. one of the biggest things i learned is that you i actually heard a quote about this and then and the person said i can't remember who it was but if you are good at something you'll tell people Mm -hmm. if you're great at something they will tell you Mm. and when i was in therapy i was just like you know i'm telling him i'm like people are always talking about you know everything i do they always give me all these compliments and i it was it was so weird now that i think about it i'm like it was so weird but i thought that there was that people were just saying those things. Mm-hmm. I don't know how yeah. to even explain it now. No, no, I get it. Because get now it. it sounds ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I was like thinking that I didn't deserve all of those accolades. I didn't deserve for people to, to have me come and, and speak somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like my, you know, I didn't deserve. It was, but I was depressed. I mean, you know, you're not, you're not thinking rationally. You're not. Right. And we also get conditioned to have all of those negative thoughts yes we we internalize things when people who are hating on us or people who are afraid of doing something themselves they see you doing something and they automatically tell you something negative mm-hmm. that's th- that's them right like, and it's really hard to keep that off of you but once you know that it's happening you can attribute that to them and not to yourself and so mm-hmm. therapy really helped me in that regard to understand like I deserve great things. Yes. And do. I, <laughs> <laughs> I can do great things. Mm-hmm. I do great things. And I had to go back out look at my life. I'm like, you have been to all these countries. Mm-hmm. You have I got to speak at my um it was my t- ten years after I graduated. Mm-hmm. I graduated in 06 and I got to speak at my high school's uh, 2016 commencement ceremony mm-hmm. like that's amazing yes and I was do. just like huh <laughs> you know <laughs> but now I real I I I appreciate my life so much more yes. now yes I'm so glad you said all of that like it just ties <laughs> I'm telling you it all ties into my last question <laughs> so a- after saying all that how do you tend to keep track of your feelings, your experiences, and your growth? Well, so I keep a journal. Mm-hmm. And I don't write in my journal all the time. I write in my journal when I feel, like, led to write in my journal. I'm the same and it might, it might be something really short. It might be something really long. But I journal. And I also, I love pictures. Mm-hmm. And so I have even when I was younger, 
you know, like you said earlier, what did you do when you wasn't getting paid for it? When did nobody <laughs> care whether right. you did it or not? What did you do? And I have always loved traveling and taking pictures. So I, I love going to other places and trying to capture mm-hmm. as best I can that like what it looks like, mm-hmm. like what it feels like almost. Yeah. And so that, and you know, I try to collect stuff. I was collecting like these little snow globes, but they're like really, it's just too much. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, it's cumbersome to move cause they're glass mm-hmm. and oddly shaped <laughs> most of the time. It was just, it's just too much. And then I don't, I try not to, I'm trying to be less of a consumer and just have less stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like pictures are a good way, especially now we have digital pictures and yeah. I, I print them out and, you know, try to have physical pictures mm-hmm. also. Um, but yes, and I try to, I just like keep information. Mm-hmm. I try to keep books Yes, and write notes and like try to remember how I I felt in a moment. I'll Mm -hmm. like grab a scrap of paper and write something down and not see it for months. And then when I see it again, I'm like, Oh, this is still good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) You know, this quote or whatever it is that I wrote down, this feeling that I was having, this realization that I came to, like, Mm -hmm. and I've even had people (laughs) like, you know, people stay at my, Uh, my house or when I had my apartment people would stay with me Mm -hmm. and they would like find little things and then years later they would be like oh you know you have something on your coffee table and I read it and it just really helped me and I'm like oh (laughs) I'm so so happy that Mm -hmm. that helped you like I'm so happy that whatever it was because I don't know yeah yeah (laughs) but whatever it was helped you in that moment Mm -hmm. but that's how it is though like I think the I, I, I do things that are kind of similar to that. Like when I was in college, I was like super depressed. Mm. And so like everything that I needed and I couldn't get from outside of myself, I would t- speak to myself. So mm-hmm. I used Facebook and like Instagram and stuff like that to put things like that on my timeline so that I could go back and see it and read it yeah. and, and, you know, kind of like affirming myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and people would gravitate to it. I would write poetry and stuff, just talking mm-hmm. about how I felt and experiences that I've gone through and stuff like that. And people would be like, oh my God, this is so good. You know, this really touched me, you know, and I read this, I read that this morning. It just really helped me throughout my day and stuff like that. And I'm like, really like because i was just trying to make sure i could make it through the day like you know what i mean so like to see that you have an impact on other people just by being you and doing your process doing your work you know that is really what it's all about again like just kind of like what i was saying earlier like when you sit within your own self and you work through your own things, you know, if you dealing with something and you start working through it and you come up with processes that work for you, you know, just when you do that and somebody takes notice of that, mm-hmm. you know, it is then not only you helping yourself, but it's you helping them, too. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. It's and just, it feels like it has a purpose thing. You're yes. Like, oh, okay. Yes. Yes. It's like then you begin to see that you're also in the driver's seat. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And other people are getting on your bus and you take them yeah. from stop, 
from one stop to the next stop and they get off and then they go in on yeah. with their journey. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a whole big connective connected universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're all connected in some type of way. And the li- the slightest thing that you think doesn't yeah. matter is what could make a huge impact in somebody else's life. Oh, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Like we're all just changing each other's lives every day. Every day. Every day. <laughs> Which is why we should love each other. All right. <laughs> Let's change each other's lives for the better. Mm-hmm. Cause we done had enough of the worst. I'm telling oh you. Oh my gosh. We have, it's especially uh black people, black mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. We are so talented mm-hmm. and so intelligent. So clever. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So strong. Mm-hmm. And I just hate that we are still, so many of us are still letting what the world has done to us continue to keep us yeah. in this this place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it is. It's like we perpetuate it within ourselves too. You know what I'm saying? So if you are speaking those things over yourself, you know, because when you talk to yourself mentally, you know, you're still speaking things into existence. You know what I'm saying? You're you're meditating. What yeah. you don't know is that you're meditating on those negative frequencies. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you're you're putting those frequencies out into the universe, which is why you continue to get those things back because the law of attraction stays. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What you put out, you get back, you know? So you when we sit and we think about, you know, oh, I can't do this because of whatever, you know, or Everybody always told me that I wasn't going to be shit, so I'm not going to be shit, you know, and because right. I can't be shit, you definitely can't be shit, you know what I mean? Because I'm even though I ain't shit, I, I'm more shit than you are, you know what I'm saying? And then next week, we end up getting into those types of cycles, you know, and... I'm bitter and I'm spreading my bitterness onto you and fucking up your progress and your growth and whatever you working through. You know what I mean? And then it just becomes this whole ball of chaos, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that that's where we as a people have been for a long time. And it's time to change that narrative. Mm -hmm. And I mean, yes, we, it has definitely been something that has been systematically Mm -hmm. like we have, we've been bred to be this way, Mm -hmm. but we still have, like they they say the revolution will not be televised because mm-hmm. it's in your mind you have to you have to start it in your mind first be open-minded mm-hmm. to something new and it'll change your life right for the better right but like you do you have to start with you like because if you anything that like keeps you shut off and uh, uh disassociated with somebody else or some other group mm-hmm. or some other like way of being that is damaging to you because we're all yeah. supposed to grow and learn like you can learn from any in every place you know anything mm-hmm. and everybody like you you can learn so much but when you walk around life closed hearted and closed minded then yeah. you are never allowing yourself to move forward and to expand which is the whole purpose of this universe is the to expand. entire purpose you know what i mean and it's so, gonna expand with or without you you can stay where you are right it's, it's expanding right like even a tree is growing even though it can't move it still grows you know what I mean so for you to limit yourself and put yourself in boxes and in chains that's mental slavery right there 
Yeah. You know, that's and psychological slavery. You don't, you don't slavery. have to. It's psychological slavery. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be there. You don't have to be that. Mm-mm. Not at all. Not at all. Well, I'm glad you said that. I am. Because it, it is. And more people need to hear it and see it and feel it and let it resonate within them and know that it starts in your mind. You know, if you can yeah. start talking to yourself, you know, and, and speaking blessings and things over yourself, yes. then it be spreads. nice to yourself. Mm-hmm. Be nice to yourself in your mind, in your head. Mm-hmm. At the very least, start to notice when you're not being nice to yourself. Yes. Yes. Would you want anyone else to talk to you that way? Right. Now? Right. And we do. Like, I mean, it just is something that, like you said, it's, it's bred into us, you know. It's yeah. past and it, it permeates within yeah. our families and things like that. Mm-hmm. But we do. We have to change the narrative. And you. it starts with you. Because if you can do it, you know, then you talk to your friends, you talk to your lovers, whatever. People will whatever. see that you're, you're, people will see mm-hmm. that you have more joy in your life mm-hmm. and they'll want to know how they can get more joy in their life and i mean we're all on a journey mm-hmm. but listen i will help i i love helping people giving people advice you know even though i'm not doing a residency i still if anyone you know wants to know what they need to do to go to med school i'm always there to tell them mm-hmm. dm me on instagram dr underscore c-a-r-i I, I just looked over some of my personal statements the other day, but I will, I love helping people get to where they want to go. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. <laughs> Anything that I can do to help. <laughs> yes. You know? Yes. Just spreading love and joy. <laughs> Seriously, like anything I can do to help anybody, spreading love and joy, and it makes you feel better. Right. And you're serving your purpose. And you're serving your purpose. Everybody has one. Everybody has something they can do to enjoy another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, people think, I know a lot of times when you're in that, that, that cynical state of mind, people will be like, oh, like that's nothing. You're not telling me anything real. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I pay my bills? How do right. I, but it really starts in your mind. Everything starts from your mind. Everything starts from your mindset. If you feel like, there's nothing else that you can do, then there's nothing else that you can do. But if you feel like you can go and find a way to create a better life mm-hmm. and it could be, it's, it doesn't have to be anything grand. Right. It could be something small. Mm-hmm. Meditation is free. I'm always telling people to meditate. I'm Me like, too. it's free. Me too. It's, <laughs> you just have to learn how to do it. And there are free resources. Each. Right. I'm telling you. Insight Timer is my best friend. <laughs> oh, I use Insight Timer too. I haven't used it in a long time, mm-hmm. but I still have the app. I I was just thinking about that app, mm-hmm. so that means I need to go ahead and open it back up. Alignment, I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> it's alignment. <laughs> just to make it a more regular thing, because I used to get up every morning. I get up every morning and I try to think of three things, or I do think of three things mm-hmm. that I'm grateful for, and I try to make it something different every day. Mm-hmm. But I also like meditating in the mornings because the mornings are so quiet and Mm -hmm. calm. Yeah. And that like what people don't know is that like when you first wake up like that first like 15 minutes, you're like 
in a state of hypnosis still. So Mm -hmm. depending on what you do within that first 10, 15 minutes or whatever will determine how the whole rest of your day is going to go. So if you immediately wake up and you check your phone, you know, and you get some bad news or you see something that disrupts your whole energy, the whole day day is going to be fucked up. And that has happened to me. Mm -hmm. And I have I'm like, oh, my gosh, Mm -hmm. did I really let this ruin my whole day? Never again. Mm -mm. (laughs) I'm telling you. No. You got to like catch it before it even becomes a thing. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why. Like, but you have is. to know there's something to catch. Most it people facts. don't even think about it. That we, A lot of times we just feel like we're going through life and life is happening to us. Mm-hmm. No, it's not happening to you. Mm-hmm. Like you are influencing li- your life and everybody else's. Literally. So why not be a good influence right. on yourself and on other people? Right. That's real. That's real. Gotta take control of your life, yours. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm so glad you let me be on your show. Oh, for sure. I'm glad you came. I'm so glad you came. We have to do it again sometime. Yes. We have to catch up on your experiences in Ghana. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I still can't believe it. <laughs> yes. You are doing it. Doing it out here. Like you are. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. So you have anything else you want to say to the people? Um, follow me on Instagram for some inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just so happy I could be here today. I hope that something that I said resonated with someone out there and it leads you to make a decision that makes you happier. And if it does, let me know. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on. You are so very welcome. And thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. If you guys want to um, reach out to any of us, definitely feel free to follow me on Instagram at um, Dr. Underscore Warren 06. Um, You can follow me on Twitter, Dr. Underscore Warren 06 as well. Um, or you can follow me on Facebook, Joshua Warren, Joshua Jamil Warren, I think it is. Um, or, of course, you can reach out to me via email at inversationpodcast at gmail.com. That is I-N-V-E-R-S-A-T-I-O-N podcast at gmail.com. And just you want to let them know one more time where they can find you? Yes. D-R underscore C-A-R-I. That's Dr. Kari. And I'm on Instagram. And if you have any questions, you can DM me there. Follow, like some stuff, you know, comment. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You won't be disappointed, y'all. So go ahead. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes. But that's going to wrap up this week's episode of the show. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and rate and review so we can get more content going to you guys. All right? Love you guys so very much, and I will talk to y'all next week. Deuces.
up beautiful people if you're in a fashion and fun then i have the perfect event for you it's the 11th annual world aids day fashion show strut on sunday december 1st at moose cantina 155 Kinsey Street, Chicago, Illinois. Join us as we feature BJC Couture Design's new collection, Silver and Gold. Doors open at 4.30 and the show begins at 6. Believe me, you won't want to miss this. Get your tickets as they are going fast. Available at Bronzeville Boutique, 5259 South King Drive. Or call John at 773-779-2399. Come be a part of the party and show your support by wearing black. See you there.